This is The Hex, and you're listening to a Chirp Radio Podcast. Probably described the shirt for Radioland. Would you, would you mind? <laughs> well, it's, My name uh, is Ari, and I'm in the studio today uh, with, with The Hex. It's, I would say it's turquoise with um, I'd say so. some f- sort of fringe that's a little bit um, worse for the wear <laughs> in a western maybe style sort of like a um, you know like loose walrus hair vibes <laughs> I would also imagine wearing that just feels pretty good it feels good I had to you know rip out the uh, shoulder, shoulder pads. pads but who doesn't have to rip out the shoulder pads right it's 2020 when I was younger how you guys doing? What's your vibe? Good. So, so good. <laughs> you two were last interviewed by Chirp in 2015. Do you remember it at all? That's right, yeah. I think we went on, we went down to Navy Pier and rode the Ferris wheel. And then we went to the signature room. Because that Ferris wheel ride is surprisingly short. We thought we were going to get, I mean, you're on that for 90 seconds maybe, you know. I don't even think she had like the levels on her recorder out before it was over. That was a bust. <laughs> I listened to that, and kind of the first thing you all talk about is like. My name's Andrew. I'm Zach. Your relationship and love, and. So, what takes priority with the hex? I think it's a pretty healthy mix. Um, I do feel like friendship has always. Yeah. And you've been doing this for, I think, like nine years. Nine years, yeah. That's a fact. You don't anticipate that when you start something like a band when you're like in your early 20s. You don't know that you're going to be doing that almost a decade later. So that's cool. I mean, like that feels like a great success just in and of itself. And yeah, you go through a lot. I mean, you know, bands are made of people. People are complicated and everybody everybody knows that. We all experience that kind of stuff in all of our relationships. So there's been like ups and downs. But yeah, I mean, I think that like it's a really, really specific relationship that you're going to forge with people that you create stuff with. And that's like a really special kind of love. What's been joining these boys been like for you, Jeff? And like how'd that happen? Just kind of like a little bit of herstory for us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Like many musicians in Chicago, the Hex were definitely one of my favorite bands. You know, also good friends. And when they approached me that, you know, we've got some, we're starting to put synth in the new album. Um, would you like to do something live with us? It was for the uh, Ohm album release um, in, last year in August. And uh, they sent me some early songs, and I was you know, blown away and just really excited. Um, yeah, and it's just been an incredible experience ever since being in one of your favorite bands. curious too as you talked a lot about the performance elements i think we've always found it important to have like a engaging performance element of the band for a long time now and even with every like new member new incarnation and now we do performancey intentional moves live and i think we want to do more of that in the future as well i've always really appreciated when um 
when a group had two both sides of that coin were both really really engaging and very successful in their intent but different you know i really i really like maybe they were even contrary in a way you have like a very like fully arranged lush album and then you go see it live and maybe it's like really stripped down and there's like hardly any musicians but then it's really really effective you hear something new in there and i think that our live show now which has become like really fun and really energetic is maybe not something that you would anticipate in listening to the record. I think that that experience might surprise you, and hopefully in a good way. I just do the spins, you know. <laughs> I'm just here to do the spins. <laughs> and Jeff has added a lot performance-wise. Yeah, that's, that's for sure. that really you can't you can't say enough about that. I think that like it's interesting in doing this thing for so long. It's like I feel like it took us like eight or nine years to finally have the band that we always wanted to be in. You know. It's like finally here and I finally feel like the show is a show that I really like look forward to playing and I really look forward to sharing with people. It's just wild to think about like the phases that you go through and now, you know, I would, I, I think every artist hopes that like, you know, they're always on to the next thing and that it's going to be better. But it really feels like this is like maybe the first time that I feel like a, a real point of like arrival and like new planes are opening up with like, you know, these four people. Is my star the most recent? It last October, right? Mm-hmm. And I read it took three years to make that album. Is that true? Yeah, I guess that's true. I don't, you know, we weren't, you know, we weren't at it like every day for right, three right. years, you know? Like life, ha- life happens and there's in there. like, yeah, I mean, I think that like, there's like, that's like, that seems, that's like a really interesting thing for people to look at. There's like some, maybe like some obsession around that, like, that I think maybe is like a little misleading that like, maybe we're like perfectionists or like just like like toiling in our like dank basement you know (laughs) working on this like perfect thing but um if you listen to the difference between the two sounds of the 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 sounds of the two records i mean they they couldn't be any more different Mm -hmm. and um when an idea has like run its course you have to find the next thing that you're going to do and it took us a while to do that you know Mm -hmm. we kind of like tried out being a whole nother band and then found the band that we wanted to be, you know? Yeah. Coming towards the latter end of the whole process, just watching them, <laughs> it's not like it's perfectionist uh, approach, but it is building and then just like taking everything away but the one thing you added and then building up again and then taking it down again and building it up again. Our work process is, I think, pretty painfully uh mental yeah (laughs) mental yeah every every decision that you have to make you know you have to like i feel like we just like it's like necessary to open every door and see what's behind it in in that room and then go through the room and what what took so damn long well (laughs) not what took so long but kind of the other side of that is like what would you say is in over those years over that time is inside that album i mean i think you can sort of track the phases of the band as it's changing yeah. And they're all still within the tracks. They're just sort of melded together. Like, Yeah, here's a cool yeah. here's a cool example. There's like the entire story of that record. There's like exists in one song called Flash. 
which is like a microcosm for like kind of everything Truly. that went down in that record. <laughs> it's like an ancient song, but it's gotten, you know, it's worn, you know, it's worn a number of hats. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah. It's like your trusty leather shoe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the song that's like Vice really likes. Or like, yeah, right? yeah. Got voted number two or that's something. True. Yeah. The crescent at the corner break. I'm always interested too in inspirations and points that inform your music and your practice. Like all these things live inside mm-hmm. of us and what that means and how that comes out in the work. I think we all sort of share an understanding of how to communicate via um, non-musical terms pretty well at least in practice, to be like, you know, use that sort of, that anecdotal, like, yeah, maybe if it's like a Mustang driving at 60 (laughs) miles an hour, you know, that type of thing. Or like, it's definitely something that we use a lot to communicate to each other. Yeah, it's interesting. I never, you know, Ari, it's interesting. I never heard anyone, you know, I think we can all recognize that, like, it'd be hard to point to anything in music anymore that isn't, like, totally derivative from something else. But then, like, how much of that also comes with like the cultural context and baggage of like what i always it's so weird because i always call it like the boys of summer feeling (laughs) the don henley song which is funny because i'll describe a bunch of stuff like that and then be like it's got to have that feel to it i wanted to have this boys of summer thing and then i'll like pull up the song and be like oh this song i always forget doesn't sound like i think it does (laughs) it doesn't what i remember but like the memory that i have of it is like it's like very romantic and very adult and very serious. You know what I mean? It sounds like 30 somethings in love to like an eight year old, you know, where you would still think that like that kind of love was like the only thing you would like find that at like the water park. Anytime that we've ever come up with anything, you know, granted, that's also one really specific vibe. And anytime that we ever come up with anything that kind of like approaches that, I'm always really, I'm always really satisfied when I can see this like, you know, 30 something couple that like, drinks beer and like makes out you know like a thing that would make sense <laughs> we like make sense for them to like <laughs> have feelings for, you know yeah yeah this is this song is in the same universe of what we've been talking about and I, I get the same feeling thinking about the memory of it which is like highway to the danger zone by kenny loggins i don't know if it's just danger zone or highway to the danger zone but not necessarily the song itself which is it's a it's a great song, uh, but it's um, not necessarily something we ever reference. But I think of my dad getting really fired up watching Top Gun while that song's the scene. While I think it's an early scene in the movie when they're like they're getting off the all the the jets off the aircraft carrier and the, you know that feeling, uh, getting residual uh, excitement from my dad uh, just like totally fired up watching that scene like on his feet that's like a that's a drive for me it's that's a good thing good way to communicate with people because you're not telling them what to play you're telling them um how to feel when you're playing you know question mark i grew up a spaz i've always been a spaz and i think that um sort of informs a lot of my music musical choices um spaz spazdom i guess um sort of a pent-up um energy we're playing march 21st at the hideout um we're opening for horse lords they're an amazing band 
from Baltimore. Cool. Thank you guys so much for coming in. It was so good to see you. Yeah, thanks, Ari. Yeah, thanks, Ari. Thank oh. you, Chirp. Thanks, Radio Land. Radio Land, this is The Hex, and you are listening to a Chirp Radio podcast. For more interviews and stories, visit chirpradio.org slash podcasts. Chirp Radio, here. What's next? What's next?